It looks like the hammer is ready to come down on TD Bank and the penalty could set a new record. It's going to be a heck of a week uh, for earnings this week. We're going to see what's coming up. We're also going to look at Tesla's report and plans at Netflix to change the options available to Canadians. USGP numbers blew away expectations. I'm going to update you on Hertz's plans to slash its EV fleet and high interest rates are ironically hurting the poorest Canadians. Today is Monday, January 29th, 2024. Let's get started with today's news. I reported previously on this channel that Canada's anti-money laundering overseer, the regulator called FinTrack, um, they have now completed its assessment on uh, TD Bank and all indications are that they're going to be uh, levying a very, very um, healthy monetary penalty uh, on the bank. The regulator hasn't uh, issued a, an official report yet, but according to people who are familiar with the matter, the monetary policy is expected to be $10 million dollars. Or more, and if that does come to be the case, it will be the largest fine ever issued by FinTrack. Um, early findings they have been shared with TD, and the regulator is expected to announce a full report um, on the financial penalty and the amount um, in the next few months. It seems like when it rains, it pours, and TD um, has been dealing lately with an investigation in the U.S. there over its anti-money laundering practices as well. Now, in response to these issues, TD has announced that it will be making changes to that um, anti-money laundering program. It says that it does take their responsibilities very, very seriously. Um, TD spokeswoman Lisa Hodgson, she said in an email statement, money laundering is a very serious issue for the global banking system and requires constant vigilance to stay ahead of the bad actors. On an ongoing basis, TD is actively engaged with law enforcement and our regulators, including FinTrack, to combat criminal activity. In other enforcement activities, in 2023, FinTrack issued a $7.5 million fine against RBC. It determined there that the bank had committed violations um, of the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. They also uh, issued a fine last year of $1.3 million to CIBC, uh, again related to the failure to report money laundering and terrorist financing suspicions. It's going to be a very, very busy week for earnings today. Some of the earnings that are upcoming uh, later in the week, we have CP Rail, we have Microsoft, Alphabet will be reporting this week, um, AMD, Pfizer, uh, MasterCard, Boeing will be reporting. And also we have Apple, Amazon, Merck, many more as well. Um, uh, we'll bring you some highlights of the reports as they come out. Um, also a couple of highlights from earnings that we've already seen this week. Um, Tesla released its fourth quarter earnings last week. And the markets certainly were not happy with what they heard uh, from that company. Shares dropped around 12% on the news. But as of this morning, they're trading up about 3.5%. So they've recovered a little bit of that back. Uh, during the report, CEO Elon Musk, he warned um, that sales growth would be expected to slow in 2024. The company has also announced price cuts uh, in China. And this is one of Tesla's most important markets. So that's pretty big news affecting the company there. Um, also, just Musk being Musk, he added to the confusion uh, surrounding Tesla. He recently had announced that he's not content with his current ownership of the company. He says that if he isn't able to increase his uh, ownership percentage to 25, 25%, um, he plans to start diverting more of his attention away from Tesla and to other projects that he's currently involved in. And that obviously can't do a whole bunch to inspire confidence in shareholders. Then on Friday this week, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, um, it announced that Tesla would be recalling um, all 2023 Tesla um, S, Y, and X models, nearly 200,000 vehicles due to faulty software that could affect drivers as they're backing up. And this recall follows another from last month, which again affected pretty much every uh, vehicle that the company has sold in US and Canada uh, with issues affecting its autopilot system. So what is happening at Tesla? 
the early results are pretty even on this week's poll question in our Pulse newsletter. The question is, are Tesla's current problems just a bump in the road or are they a sign of bigger problems to come? If you haven't already done so, go ahead and weigh in uh, with your vote. I will put a link uh, where you can vote on this screen. Now, Netflix, they reported uh, fourth quarter earnings on Tuesday last week as well. In contrast to Tesla, though, they could have hoped for a better response. Their share price rose um, over 18% uh, for the week following the announcements. They said that uh, they reported 13.1 million new people who signed up in the quarter. That now makes it the strongest, the best growth rate since the pandemic. Uh, one of the big stories out of that report that affects um, us here at home in Canada is the company says that they're going to eliminate the cheapest ad-free plans that are available to Canadians. They did announce back in June of 2023 that they're going to be cutting off the basic plan to new customers, but they did say at the time that existing customers could continue to pay the plan to uh, to pay that a lower plan rate as long as they didn't change their account. At the time, though, they did say that at some point, even existing uh, customers would be cut off that plan. Although they haven't given a specific date for this to happen that I've read yet, there's a lot of indications that say this could come as early as the second quarter of this year. So if you are one of those basic plan holders, I think that probably something that will be uh, affecting you there. Uh, Netflix also announced this week that they have struck a deal to bring World Wrestling Entertainment's Raw and other programming to its platform starting in January of 2025. If you fall into the group that believes that buying your own home is just a pipe dream, you should know about a company called Addy. And Addy is a Canadian company and it brings quality real estate deals to everyday people. They believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own property regardless of how much money you make, your age, your gender, or your background. Well, thanks to Addy, those dreams can now be a reality. Addy is now open to Canadians in all provinces, all territories. It's now Canada's largest real estate crowdfunding platform. Want to learn more? You can join the Discord community. It is a super active, great place to chat with thousands of other Addy members. To get 50% off their Addy One membership, you can use the promo code Beavis50. I will put a link to their website in the description of this video. If you are a DIY investor, you probably have a ton of questions. I'll put a link to our investing academy here where you can see how we take our 30 years of professional experience to help you get up and running. DIY doesn't mean you have to do it alone. This isn't necessarily a late breaking story per se, but in light of the growing collection of news that seems to be coming out on a regular basis now about how the demand for electric vehicles seems to be falling, I did want to spend a minute and cover off some of the news out of a Hertz car rental recently. Also, the, the Tesla earnings call just the other day, and which I talked about a few minutes ago, it also prompted me to, uh, to cover this story. Just a, a couple of years ago, in 2021, um, Hertz announced that they were going to convert 25% of its fleet over to electric vehicles. It looks now, though, that they've had a change of heart. The original plans were to order 100,000 Teslas by 2022, and then 65,000 EVs from Polestar over a five-year period. You may recall that shortly after this announcement, the market value of Tesla passed $1 trillion. Well, now Hertz has announced that it's going to be selling about a third of its electric vehicle fleet. The big story here is that they're moving back to gasoline-powered cars. And the company cites hidden costs of EV ownership as one of the, the reasons for this move. Uh, they also gave other reasons. They said that the poor residual value of electric vehicles is impacting their decision. The cost to repair electric vehicles is substantially higher than internal combustion. And also the fact that the demand for EV rentals was lower than they'd expected. 
They also mentioned that their experience, that there were uh, more accidents involving EVs than there were with gas-powered cars. Analyst Carl Brower, he says that Hertz will be taking a major loss on each of these sales. On its website's used car page, the company has listed 2021 Model 3s for sale for $21,557 and Model Ys for $40,886. The U.S. Department of Commerce, their Bureau of Economic Analysis, they reported uh, on Thursday the gross domestic product, the GDP of the U.S., and it grew at an annualized rate of 3.3% in the fourth quarter of 2023, and that far exceeded the Wall Street consensus of only 2%, A few details coming out of there. Consumer spending came in slower than the previous quarter. Q3 was very strong. Uh, This quarter, the the consumer spending came in at 2.8% compared with 3.1% in Q3. Uh, Consumption of services rose 2.4%. That was led by uh, food services, accommodations, and healthcare. Government spending was up 3.3% versus 5.8% in Q3. When we look at it from an exports and imports perspective, the U.S. saw exports grow at 6.3% versus imports growing at only a 1.9% pace. Um, Subject to final adjustments now, the full 2023 calendar year, the U.S. economy grew at 2.5%, and that compares with 1.9% in 2022 and slightly under the Fed's estimate of 2.6%. A new report that was just published by Stats Canada last week shows that the high interest rates that we've seen over the past couple of years have had a much bigger negative impact on lower uh, income Canadians um, than they have on the everyday population and especially on the wealthier. The report says that interest rates have disproportionately hurt the lowest income earners and they've they've found themselves in a position where they have practically no money uh, left to invest after the high cost of living we're seeing these days. This is coming exactly when the market conditions are attractive for investors who are looking for the safe, secure, predictable returns that would be appropriate for them. The report says that while higher interest rates can lead to increased borrowing costs for households, they can also lead to higher yields on saving and investment accounts. This truly is the quintessential double-edged sword scenario. Higher costs means less cash to invest today. It also comes exactly when more cash would provide uh, the most benefit. The same conditions here have provided a rare opportunity for the wealthier segment of our population who's looking to invest in the same secure uh, savings vehicles. Households with higher incomes have capitalized on the higher rates that we've seen as a result of the Bank of Canada raising rates to try and tame inflation. I will put a link here for our Pulse newsletter, which we publish every weekend. I'll also put a link to our Investing Academy. Thank you for watching this video. We'll see you on Wednesday.